Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there'll be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What is going on, my friend? Welcome back or welcome for the first time to the podcast domination show. Today I have Vince. I'm gonna mess, I'm gonna butcher his last name, but I'll try it anyways. So Vince, forgive me when you hear this. Vince Di Benendero. That's probably Italian. <laughs> But Vince is the uh, founder of Automated Dreams, and he teaches us how to automate uh, a lot of our podcasting dreams today. So I'm really excited to have him on the show. Uh, fair warning, we did this on a Zoom call, number one. It was a little choppy, some of the uh, audio. And also, he walks us through an amazing system to help you automate your booking process and automate the uploading process. And uh, it's a really amazing system. He showed us on a screen share on a Zoom call. So if you want to see the video step-by-step breakdown of how he has the Zap set up, how the system works, what the automations look like, all the tools he's using, and all the details, if you want to geek out on that, then I highly, highly, highly suggest you go to the Podcasters Inner Circle. That's a Facebook group that I have the video on. And uh, when you're hearing this, by the time you're hearing this, the video has already been posted there. Um, Vince is actually in that group. So if you have any questions about the system, you can just connect with him there automatically, or you can just go to automateddreams.com and connect with him there to get the actual system template. So he's built out a system template that you can have. So just go to automateddreams.com and grab that. Anyways, enjoy the episode, check out the video, and I will catch you later. Peace. Hey, welcome to the podcast domination show where we help you launch, grow, monetize, and dominate the podcasting space. This is a show where we believe that if you can get attention with your podcast, you can influence someone. And if you can influence someone, you can get them to take massive action. And if you can get someone to do that, you, my friend, can dominate. I'm Luis Diaz, your host and founder of Podcast Domination, and I'm your guide. Let's go. All right, cool. So Vince from Automated Dreams. I love that name too, by the way, Automated Dreams, because uh, I think everyone's, my fantasy in business is to have the systems built and the confidence behind the systems to not have to constantly be thinking about, are they working? Did that fire right? What's, is there an issue there? Are we losing people at our funnel because something's not working? We don't know about it. 
mm-hmm. all those little things. And uh, I think when we connected at in Arizona at the PickleCon, I still get people asking what that is all the time when I wear that shirt too, by the way. Like people think it's like a pickle fest, like <laughs> actual pickles. I'm like, no, it was a business event. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the name can be misleading. Uh, what, what struck me about you is that you were really, really calm and very like doctor-like when it came to analyzing this kind of stuff, even with the, the small conversation we had. Um, I thought that was really cool. So upon further research, I can tell you knew what the hell you're doing when it comes to systems and all the testimonials you had. So uh, I'm pumped to get you on the show today because um, you just like you kind of solve a huge problem in businesses today. Right. And uh, it's like the if you don't have this, you can't scale. If you don't have this, you don't really have a business. And for people listening on the podcast, there are people with leaf blowers near my my apartment. So this is why <laughs> this is why you may hear them kind of fading in the, out in the background. We'll try and get them out in post production. But just a fair warning. But Vince, I guess to start things off. I'm curious to figure out how did you get into being an expert in systems and automation, marketing automation, uh, and kind of what led you down that path. And then we're going to dive into some of the strategies and specific tactics that people can use, podcasters specifically can use to automate a lot of the things they have going on. Yeah. Um, I guess um, I've got kind of an obsessive personality. So, you know, as a kid <laughs> in school, I was always the kid asking why, why, why. Um, and it's always questions. I, ne- I needed to know why something was the way it was. Yeah. Um, and I never took the face value for it. Um, mm. And so, you know, my first jaunt into systems was um, through an all-in- all-in-one CRM called Entreport. And that allowed me to ask, you know, if this happens, then what should happen next? Right. Um, and it's always like, you know, there's always pathways and people like tend to just go very surface level. But when you look at it, like your business is like a jigsaw puzzle, but it's one that you can keep on building and building and building upon. And so it's just a really, it's really fun for me, <laughs> honestly, uh, to see all the possibilities of what like a, a proper system can do for a company. Um, right. It acts as a foundation and it allows, you know, people to do things that they actually enjoy doing. So in our company, like the first question we ask when we onboard our own employees is, what do you not like doing <laughs> in this position? And <laughs> you don't have to do it. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, there's ways around it. Like either we can find someone else who likes it or like most likely it's one of those clerical, not automating away jobs. It's automating away tasks that people don't like doing. Um, and so, yeah, you retain your employees better and um, you have less mistakes that way. I, I like that. I'm going to have to adopt that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast episode hiring and figuring out the right questions to ask and how to oh, get yeah it's like why, why did I quit my job because I didn't like the way it was I wanted to like have my own like my own work-life balance that I wanted to create yeah. so why would I force anyone else to not you know create that same sort of reality for themselves I like that that's very true I, I'm gonna have to steal that question for you in terms of hiring and uh, working with, with team members. Um, so awesome there. So you started through Entreport. I've had a slight touch with Entreport, so I kind of I know a little bit about what it can do. It's an amazing system. Whether you're using it for podcasting or running a podcasting business or whatever the case may be, a lot of stuff you can automate in there, a lot of things you can get it to do for you in the back end. Um, so you started off with Entreport. How did you get to where you're at today with automated dreams? And I want to dive in some of the bigger problems your company's solving because whether you have a podcast or not, if you're just trying to sell stuff online or run a business online, there are probably things you've come across that uh, a lot of the listeners now are probably suffering or maybe are, are dealing with. Yeah. Um, so I think 
I was lucky to have just started with Entreport in my last like real job. Like it's an all-in-one system and there's tons and tons and tons of SaaS systems out, out there. Like every call I have with a new client, they're like, have you heard of this? And like, no, I haven't. Let's not talk about that. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, chances are I'm not going to know like, you know, half of these tools out there right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of tools that do one thing like really good, um, yeah. but that's it. <laughs> right. And so what I have is a lot of people they've built their systems and their success and they've reached like sort of a plateau. They can't grow anymore. And they have 25 tools doing the work of what maybe three or four really good solid systems can do. And if you think about it, like they're not having to look at 25 different tools and how they're integrating anymore. They're Mm -hmm. just having to focus more on like three or four or five tools. And so that's how I built automated dreams out of it's like, okay, Entreport are these like all in one systems. They can do a lot, but they can't do everything still. Um, and it's not smart to have everything in one system just because you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd have people come to me like, oh, can you also do this design or can you do this development? I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I could do it, but I'm not the expert in design or development. Um, right. And I don't trust anybody to refer you out to. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, we just, we, we hired, uh, we keep our contractors for a while, uh, have some employees. And um, yeah, we're a team of 14 people now and it's been almost two years over two years almost two years yeah Dang. okay and so we're, we're not partial to any one system <laughs> right uh, we're, we're more focused on what systems work for you so i mean we have people come with us come through entreport to us and it's like entreport's not the right system for you and here's why right um so i think it builds a lot more trust with our clients when we're just focused on what works for them because that makes our job easier too got it um before we jump into systems and where to begin with them and that whole path I guess to define what a system is, probably a, a, good, a good starting point. Um, mm-hmm. Your eyes, what a system is, because when I started my own business, I'm like, all right, a system, I kind of get it, but I don't really know how to apply it to my business or what it really means for me. So the, the definition I think is really important because I'm sure other people have definitions, but I want to get your definition of what a system is in the online business realm, I guess, specifically when we're, when we're talking. Yeah. Um- I guess a system can be synonymous with a process, but I believe a system allows you to, um, let me back up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard question. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is definitely. I think you're right going along the lines of a process, though, a step-by-step kind of thing. Like It allows you to get from A to B. Right. Um, and there's, there's multiple processes that are involved with getting you from A to B. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have manual processes that get them there and they don't have the systems that are automated or the systems that can do the same thing every time with the same result. Right. Um, and so these strong systems take those, you know, uh, repeatable processes you may have been doing automatic or um, semi-automatically or manually yeah. um, and then just does it reliably every single time. Because, you know, whether or not you'd like to face it, we are not perfect as humans and uh, <laughs> uh, we won't be perfect. Um, like we don't have 99.9% uptime, <laughs> like, like a system might have. Uh, and True. so that, that's what a, like a strong system does is it automates those processes and gives you something reliable that you can, uh, you know, if this happens and I know this will happen. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good, a good way to jump off. Like a, it's a, it's a collection of processes mm-hmm. or a several processes that act in a way that gets you to an end result point A to point B in a, in a sense. Um, I, so what I want, I want to get dive into a little bit of the details here when it comes to systems, you have a lot of people who are kind of speaking off 
off the recording previously, and you were mentioning that a lot of people come to you and they want maybe like a funnel or they want a bot. But upon further analysis, as you try to kind of dive into their business, you see a lot of things under the hood, like a mechanic where it's like, okay, well, hold on. This is not the problem. Like this is, <laughs> that's surface level. Like this is, it goes a lot deeper. So I guess like, what are you looking for? And kind of like, how do you, for someone who maybe they think maybe they need a bot or they need some kind of funnel or they're looking for systems for their podcast. Um, when you do these deep dives on these clients, where do you begin? And like, what are some of the things like common, common problems you see? Yeah. Um, so I guess the big thing that stands out is if they're trying to add something to fix a problem, it's like, wait, yeah, let, yeah. let's take a step back. What is that problem? And more often than not, it's like, because, you know, something's not working with their current setup. Um, it's like, okay, let's take a full look at that. And so then that's when we dive through. It's like, what are all the tools you're using? Yeah. Um, like, do you like them? <laughs> that's another right. thing. Like people are like, oh, I hate this, but I know I have to be on it. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> mm. Any um, examples of ones that come to mind? Like with like... Evaluating everything that they've used to build themselves up to now. Um, anything that like you hear people often say they hate, like whether it be like Calendly or, you know, like for podcasters, like we often use things like uh, our hosting platform. So Lipson or some people use Anchor, which I don't really like, mm. uh, you know. Yeah, for social media, there's, you know, a lot of people hate like Hootsuite or Meet Edgar. And then yeah. uh, for mailing systems, you know, like, oh, I don't like my MailChimp. It's so confusing. I don't Dang. like Constant Contact. I hate Infusionsoft. Everyone hates Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or now they're, now they're Keep. They changed their name because it must have been that bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of systems like that where they feel like it's a necessity. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes they feel like it's lacking features. And so they're, oh, another one is WordPress. Um, I, I hate WordPress. I don't think anyone needs to use WordPress, but for some reason <laughs> we feel the need to. Um, yeah. And it's like, okay, let me add these 50 plugins. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been there with um, that. Yeah. I had a client come to me and he had like 25 plugins. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, geez. Okay. That's, so that makes sense. So the, the tool's not working and they're just like, they're lacking features. We have that problem in our business right now. So, definitely something we got to talk about. But um, for someone listening to this, uh, we can you know, kind of pivot to the podcast because I know you've got, you built some really cool podcast stuff specific for this episode, which I'm really, really appreciative of. You know, what are some of the biggest or what are the, some like the first uh, for a podcast? I know you don't have a podcast, but we talked about this before. What are some of the systems someone should implement first on a podcast uh, you recommend? And I know we've talked about kind of like the interviewing part where it's like intaking the information you know what I mean? Uh, right. But I want to get your feedback on that. Like in your eyes, where do you think someone should start? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest process for anyone like base choirs, you know, is obviously like automating your scheduling system. Um, there's absolutely no reason why you should be going back and forth on an email, um, trying to figure out what works for, for each other or, or chasing folks down. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for some reason I thought that everyone has that in like all industries. And like, it turns out that no, you keep sending emails back and forth. Um, so yeah, like with all my clients, I'm like, click here, like, you know, you pick the time that's convenient for you. Yeah. Um, and that just cuts down on probably, you know, five to 10 emails. And you know, if they reply back with the time, it's like, then they have to wait for me to send a link and I have to wait for them to confirm to figure out if they've got it. <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah, that's the biggest number one system. And there's like scheduling platforms are a commodity, honestly. There are so many out there and they really do um, just about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Out of curiosity, 
can't remember what you use because we booked the time on this. I don't know if we booked it on mine or yours. I think you put it on mine. What do you typically use? And then we'll dive into your system for this because I'm really curious about that and doing a screen share and then kind of walking through that if possible. Yeah. Yep. So I'm always testing systems just so we're on top of like, what's the best out there for our clients. Right. So um, right now, like we're testing two different ones as a CRM for like a sales team, we use HubSpot. And so HubSpot's really cool because it's a Chrome extension. It's free. It gets really expensive, but for the free version, you can get a lot of stuff. And right there, I can just pull the link in right there. People can click. It schedules a Zoom meeting right away, sends the calendar invite and a reminder. But then another one, if someone wants a more robust system, we use one called 10 to 8. And that's the best one for like a free a free version because that actually sends text back and forth, which you can't ah. get with like Calendly for free. Um, ah. And I think I pay something like $50 a year for their really? program. And it's amazing what it can do. Yeah. And that was called um, So like one thing I noticed through that, yeah, it's the number 10 and then T-O and the number 8. Um oh. Yeah. And something I had noticed with that, like I started off with that as a company, like, and no shows were virtually non-existent. I moved to HubSpot and then I started having no shows and I'm like, Oh God, like, <laughs> there you go. Like that, those text message systems, they already have it set up. I never have to think about that. I yeah. can see if someone read it and I can send it right back to a uh, two way text message. So it's an awesome system for free. 10 day. Oh, I'm going to check that out. I want to, I, I just literally spent so much time setting up like a schedule once account and all that. Uh, schedule once and Conley, they, uh, it's like, I know everyone uses that. I'm like, you don't need to be using that. Um, yeah. yeah okay. Something about these companies out of like Ireland and the UK, they're doing really good in the tech industry. And those are a lot of the tools that we use by accident. I'm like, Oh yeah, they're in Ireland or Scotland. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like so very, very, very cool. Um, I know we, we pulled the audience a little bit before the Facebook group, the podcasters inner circle. Um, we got some awesome questions here and uh i definitely want to get through them if that's okay yeah but yeah that's um yeah 10 8 i'm gonna have my my team listen to this and we're gonna implement all the tools <laughs> this got to schedule another call to this no um, don't do that don't start adding tools in that's no, why like, people say i need to add this tool and add this tool i'm like no i'm like let's look at the everything first <laughs> <laughs> replacing the tools that's for sure yeah definitely you're right about adding i don't need any more tools yeah. uh, Question for you. This came from the group. Should I have a written process to detail out my systems beforehand? Um, is that personally what you do? What's um, kind of what's your, your thoughts on that? How should someone go about that? Yeah. So people, once they learn about automation, they drink the Kool-Aid and get automation crazy. It's like, how can I automate everything? And they start automating new systems or new processes they've never had before. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of wise people who you know, a lot, know a lot about business operations, it's like, let's step back. Um, like, what are the proven manual systems you have that are documented that you can maybe start to semi-automate, see if that works, and then automate fully? So it's important, yes, to have a written process and to focus on the stuff that you're already doing that's working well. And maybe it's just taking a lot of your manual time. Yeah. Um, and you'll be surprised at how quickly you can get your time back um, once you start to automate those proven systems and processes. Got it. So I'm thinking from a podcaster's perspective for all my listeners, this is like your, like we were just talking about the interview process. So like if you're bringing guests, like you need to figure out a way to automate the, them clicking a button, getting a, a time with you and then them sending you all the information pretty much hands-free. That's definitely number one. I would definitely say also, like we were talking about before, when the interview is done, like when this interview is done, how does it get from here to my team? And how does it get like in, into the post-production process, automating that at least 
in a semi fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's two. And then another one I would see is when the podcast goes out, when it's published from Lipson or wherever you're hosting, how does the, how does the word get out mm-hmm. from like, does we do does like an automatic email go off when emails a list? I know I think I have a client that does that now, which I think is brilliant. Um, how does it get to social media? How does it get out to the guest? Um, automating these steps. I think there's probably the other ones but I'm, I'm missing, but I think those are for me is the biggest three. So do you recommend someone writing out the process for those exact things like detailed and then figuring out a way and the, plugging in the tools then? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, so a lot of people we come to us, they, they don't actually have it mapped out. And so it's like, that's the first time we're doing it. And like, uh, just describe like what needs to happen. If this happened, what needs to happen. And so it's like, okay, great. That's your automation map. All that can be done. They're like, wait, really? I'm like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then they're like, wait, can this actually be done? So I'm like, what is the dream of your business? Like, what's the big dream? Um, yeah, don't, yeah. don't tell me that it can't be done. I'm like, just get it out there and then I'll, I'll help you get it done. <laughs> so a lot of people are afraid to dream. And so you, once you have that map, that's like your project map. It's like, what pieces can I start to automate? And then like as an expert, we come in and evaluate. It's like, okay, like you probably only need four tools for this. So let's get rid of these 10 other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like you're more focused. You can get things done quicker. You can troubleshoot faster. And you save more money more often than not. Sometimes you have to spend more, but investing in the right systems is worth it. Yeah. It allows you to scale, right? It allows you to to add more customers to the pipeline, add, add more leads to the pipeline. Typically if your systems are fast and strong. Um, so I see totally, even as a podcaster, like if you can get down more interviews, if you're interview, you have an interview show or you can perfect the post production uh-huh. process or get better in the follow-up, then you can have better conversations, better interviews, better content, which leads right. to better leads and sales. You know what I mean? Well, that, so that, the one thing where you, you said more leads and that's what I, it always makes me cringe. Cause I, I like believe like totally against that. It's not about more leads. <laughs> it's about yours. Well, no, it's about your system filtering out those leads for you. Mm, um, and so there's systems that do that. Yeah. Like our system, like if someone like submits a, a free follow console, like they don't just schedule right away. I know tons of people do that and they say, we'll book your calendar out for you. And I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> like yeah uh, like the traditional sales models like oh yeah like for every 10 calls maybe one will be good i'm like well how about the system like says these five people um are are definitely not so you can talk to these five other ones and then close one so the system does that for me uh yeah yeah. if i didn't have that then yeah i don't know what would happen (laughs) you would definitely have a lot of low low uh unqualified leads coming through your your door um with that, so I don't want to go off on t- too much of a tangent. With that system, is that literally just like a question questionnaire intake where depending on the answers, it kind of disqualifies people, sends them different ways? Um, so that's one of those systems where we keep it semi-automated um, just okay. because sometimes people can fall through or the answer something wrong. So it just sends off a task um, through, through our CRM and says like, do you want to talk to them? Yes or no. And I click yes or no. And then it sends them down a different pathway. Um, mm. it'll start sending emails with a scheduling link or I'll say like, sorry, at this time, like we're not taking any more clients or, you know, whatever the, the, the thing is at the time. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's very cool. I think, um, I think a lot of people who have maybe online sales or they're collecting, you're driving a lot of traffic to a, some kind of application page would definitely need that. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. It also cuts down a lot on prep time. 
Yeah. Because um, sometimes people schedule, it's like, here's an email, then you have to go like prep, 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 and like figure out everything about them. And I'm True. like, someone just filled out 10 questions. Like, yeah, I know the more questions, the more they fall through, but not having a problem with that. <laughs> um, no, no, plenty of yeah. calls, yeah. Yeah, I like to have a lot of hoops to jump through, honestly. It shows you who's committed, who's not. Um, next question from the, from the group here. And in regards email management and making that process easier, I've heard some new tool, tools, like one is like shift, but like we said before, we don't want to yeah. add more tools. No. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was, uh, my eyes lit up with shift when I saw it advertised and there's just so many problems with it right now. I, I'm trying to cancel for the second time. Oh, it's glitchy. Super glitchy. Okay. Super glitchy. It doesn't work with like Google enterprise emails and that's what we work off as a business. Yeah. Uh, so that's a problem. Yeah. But anything Tips, tools, or ways podcasters can cut down email management. I can imagine. I've ran like a lot of busy podcasts and you have guests coming in. You've got sending stuff out to old guests. You've got follow-up. You've got pitches from sponsors. It is a freaking nightmare. And anyone with a busy business with emails, they know it's, it's like this. Um, for you, what have been some proven ways or methods that have helped cut down that time? and maybe help sort things out, keep things your inbox a bit uh, tidier? Um, so my inbox will never be tidy. I'm not a tidy person. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just having the system that prioritizes and tracks those priority things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like the HubSpot um, like extension and the CRM as a tool. It tracks everything um, like on, on what a customer is doing, if they're clicking, if they're opening, where they're opening. So you know if like they're forwarding emails on to folks. And it's also really important because sometimes you send an email and it never gets opened. And so then you know it's like time for a call or a follow-up. Yeah. So it tracks all those those pieces of touch points. Um, it's also like we can click to call through there and it records and keeps it in there. Yeah. Um, and also when I'm talking to folks on the phone, I can be on their contact record and I can see like, oh, they're going through this blog right now. Like I can, they're actually like moving through my website as I'm talking to them. And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Um, and also like it's, it's our chat bot on our website. So it, it like all syncs through there. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know you can see kind of like where they're at on the website. Very cool. Yeah, and so you, you can map in multiple emails as well, your team's emails. Um, and so like if you have an assistant, that's a way for them to be tracking emails is through there and not having their email and your email side by side. So yeah, just yeah, having one place is important. I get that. <laughs> and I get why shift is so, so shiny to people, um, but it still requires you to click through different things. Right. I had a buddy send me the email and it said like send via shift. And I was like, oh, he's using it. <laughs> I did. I, I haven't dove into it. I don't want to now that you told me that. Glad I haven't. Um, so in, in terms of, we'll go back to the original question here. When someone books in your calendar, because this is a very common question or common thing people have. They get a lot of interviews, but the process is still a bit manual and it's still a lot of time time suck that they could probably save an hour or two a week by automating the system. So when someone gets booked in your calendar, uh, obviously there's a lot of things that happen. So could you walk us through what you've created? I know you've been kind of been busy creating something pretty cool. Is there any way we can see a demo that way people who are listening to this could go to the website, to the Facebook page, go to YouTube and they can watch kind of what you, what you've done or shared. Yeah. So what I created is sort of, um, the post booking Cool. <laughs> uh, because yeah, the booking thing to me is pretty easy for like the automated system. Yeah. Um, and, and I get for some folks it's not so sorry for not prepping that. Not um, so we created a, I created a pretty cool system. 
and use the tools. Um, you by no means is it, you know, all extensive. Right. The tools, yeah, you the tools I use for this is uh, Google Calendar. Uh, it could be any calendar. Zapier to bridge everything together. Right. Uh, Google Drive and uh, Teamwork. And right. Teamwork is a suite of different systems. I rant and rave about it because <laughs> it's your project management. It's your chat system, your desk system, your standard procedure system. They do have a CRM, but I don't recommend it yet. But it allows you to have like you know all of those functionalities in one reliable place. Very interesting. I've heard it's teamwork briefly, but I haven't really dove into it. But yeah. um, interesting. Okay. So for those in the podcast, there is going to be a screen recording of exactly what Vince is going to walk us through. And to just to highlight again, this is the post um, booking or post interview. As to like what happens, like yeah, because this is the problem I was explaining to you last week. What happens when the podcast gets recorded? How does it get from here to? where it needs to go so we can po- get it and post edit. So right. very awesome. Right. Okay. So I'm going to like just talk what I went through before yeah. I actually go through it because it's not something, it's just probably going to be confusing if I just go through like the live demo of it. Um, Got it. No worries. So, so yeah, what we've built is we've built two separate Zapier workflows. Uh, I guess we, I mean myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so the first workflow is, you know, when a new calendar event is matching a specific name. So, you know, Podcasts. It could be podcast, interview, blah, blah, blah. So once it's matching that in our calendar, it's going to wake up Zapier and tell it that it needs to do something. And so um, what it's going to cut you off. Is Mm -hmm. that what it says? Is that when it's like podcast in the headline in like the the description or title of the calendar booking? All right. You're going to have me go into it. (laughs) (laughs) So the trigger, yeah, the trigger is when my calendar has a, yep. has a certain search term that it matches, so podcast. Ah, okay, got it. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, so you can get pretty fancy, like what, like exactly what you needed to say. Um, but for simplicity, anything that says podcast in the title is going to trigger this. Got it. Awesome. And then uh, I already have my Zoom, so like I use HubSpot for scheduling, and whenever someone schedules, it creates a Zoom meeting and calendar invite and sends it out right away. Um, got it. But if you didn't have like a Zoom integration with your calendar, um, which most do, most automated systems do, I know Calendly does schedule once, or they call it once hub now, um, 10 to 8 does. Uh, there is an action here you can add to create a Zoom meeting. Um, and it would you know get a little more messy because you'd have to then update the calendar invite. Not a big deal. No. Um, and then uh, once that happens, then we've kicked off a bunch of different things. Right. Uh, We've, uh, yeah, so the interviewee, we, uh, we create as a collaborator in our project management system. Okay. And um, that just chooses to have like a body that we can assign things to. Um, you can have it, I'd like, actually invite them and they can view along if you wanted them to be in that project management process, but most likely not. Right. It creates a dedicated task list in the podcast project, uh, creates a t- kickoff task and puts it on the proper board schedules a calendar event inside the project management system so that everyone can see the milestone and then sends an email directly to the interviewee with a link to that form that they have to fill out. Got it. Or, you know, their social media links, um, their bio, what they're offering on the call. Uh, so that's just, that's the first part, this first zap. Um, inside of Teamwork, there's more going on. And then on the post-production side, there's another zap we have, um, mm-hmm. which I can briefly just show before we dive deep in there. Um, so... Uh, in teamwork, um, 
there's an amazing amount of triggers you have. So when a new file, we have when a new file is added to any task on the podcast project. Yeah. Um, so, you know, once it hits the board saying, um, you know, assistant, hey, like you need to go to Zoom to download. Uh, and, and all you have to do is reply back to this email or reply back to this task with that file. And mm -hmm. so once the file's uploaded, it's going to go ahead and tell Google Drive it needs to create a podcast folder for that particular person. Right. And then upload that same MP4 file to that folder. And then it goes back and finds the task and then comments on it and lets it know like, hey, Luis, the podcast for John Smith is now uploaded. Here's the Google Drive uh, link. And so that happens all in like as fast as it can. <laughs> uh, and so a lot more can happen on that. Um, that's something I get really excited. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to build a whole system. <laughs> but um, for simplicity's sake, like all that happens right there. Okay. And which you could, you could add more steps on there. You could have like an email go out to the, um, to the interviewee with the link to the drive folder if you wanted. And, and so much more, you could have it, you know, hit your buffer, your Agora pulse, your uh, Hootsuite, whatever. Right. That is just tremendous. So basically, you've eliminated the process of many people having to, so they, they record on Zoom, but then like usually with Zoom, typically you'd have to like download it or have some assistant come in and grab it for you. And then take so, so with this particular example, yes, that would still need to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of those things I'm like, okay, where people say like, oh, this is my biggest problem. Like, wait, like you're wasting more time on the other pieces. Mm -hmm. That's not, okay. that's probably like the smallest problem you have. Yeah. Like everything else I described takes much more time. Um, but there are tools like Luis, we talked about um, off this call. And I, I, I sent it over to you that you can just, um, in a Zoom marketplace, there's a few, oh, yeah. like, a few integrations if you don't want to spend the money to build your own API like integration, which you probably don't. No, no. I, do I think not. it's something for like $2 a month. It'll go ahead. And every time there's like a, um, a new recording that's uploaded, it'll take both the MP3 and the MP4 and upload it into Google drive for you. Um, so yeah, check out zoom marketplace. Got it. This is going to save how much time do you think you would save out of someone's normal workflow? You oh, geez. Uh, on a per month basis, let's say they do like four episodes per month. It doesn't have to be exact. Let's go through the live demo and then, and then we can say afterwards because you Got probably... Got it. Yeah, you've been through a lot more of these uh, manual processes. So just to show you that I'm not cheating, I didn't have it prepped. There's nothing <laughs> on this task board yet. Okay, yep. And there's nothing in this task list yet. And I'll give people some context here who are listening in, um, may not, who are not able to see this yet. I strongly encourage you to go to the Facebook group or to the YouTube channel, Facebook group, the podcasters inner circle, it'll be there, this video. But uh, if you go back a second, Vince, to where it's an mm -hmm. overview, I want to just kind of share the task board. This is in teamwork, but it basically goes from new interview scheduled or secured, new interview secured all the way to post-production. And it basically walks through even more. So yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. So new interview secure to interview uploaded. So like the entire process. Um, and that's really interesting. Like having it systemized like this would make life a lot easier for a lot of people. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's dive yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, actually, there's more to cover before we dive in. I just noticed. <laughs> okay. So you talked about Trello, which I don't like Trello because it's just pretty boards. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of like other like, oh, Trello works great with Asana. I'm like, well, what if Asana just had everything in one? <laughs> Yeah. Um, or Trello works great with Slack. I'm like, oh, teamwork has chat too. So like my, my whole team right here, we're all chatting up here. It's like its own app as well, but it's also embedded. I'm like, there, there's three tools all in one. So um, yeah, teamwork's kind of like a, yeah, yeah. 
it hits all all pieces. Got yeah. It. So each of these nice. cards have they call them triggers. Some people might know them as automations. So if a task or like a little card is added to this board, yeah. something's going to happen. Right. So when a new interview is secured, which is what those zaps are doing, um, it's adding tags like new podcast, pending questions. It's setting the progress to 10%. The priority can be whatever you want. It's replacing mm-hmm. the assignees with, um, you know, if, if you wanted your admin, so you just put your admin's name in there. Yep. And then it would send the custom notification to that person saying, like, go check this out right away. Right, right. Okay. Um, and so, you know, then once they've created the questions, they're going to go ahead and manually move the card over. And in question sent, it's going to replace the tags. And so it's going to say question sent, change yeah. the progress. Um, if they're waiting on information, you'd move the card into here. It'd go ahead and change the priority to high. Um, it's going to replace tags, send a custom notification. Once everything's fully prepped, it's going to change the priority back to low, progress to 70%, notify people, tags, and more notifications. And then fully prepped would mean would mean like they have the question sent. Like the everything's ready to go. Like, you know, we're just waiting for the interview to happen. Got it. So they're prepped for the interview. Your interview's set, ready to go, just waiting for the date to hit. Cool. Great. Yeah, and there's a milestone back here too. Like once the milestone happens, it notifies you. Right. Um, and the, the milestone is just like the calendar. Like, you know, once John Smith's interview, like it happens. And then your assistant moves it to post-production, which, you know, lets whomever know that, you know, like, go check Zoom, this is the link in yep. like an hour or so, or like they probably get an email from the Zoom cloud and lets them know that, you know, once you've received that email, go ahead and reply right back to this email. So mm-hmm. the cool thing about this is the tasks come as emails too. They can be inside a teamwork or outside and just upload the file right away. Mm. Okay. And then what it does is it triggers that other zap that we talked about. Uh, once the interview is uploaded, like they get that comment in the comment, we'll then move it over here. It'll complete that interview send a notification to whoever you want and replace the tags on that last one. So the interview is uploaded. You'll be uploaded to say Google drive mm-hmm. ready to go. So it's ready for, if you have an editor, if you're editing it yourself, it is now secured in that place. You could even say, you said you can even send the link to the interviewee at mm-hmm. that point with an automation. So that's really cool. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's pretty much endless. And then we have something for canceled. And there's there's all kinds of stuff here you, you could think about. You could break down your process even more into right, like right. key states. Like, um, yeah, yep. I'm not sure what else. Um, so the cancel, yeah. so for instance, cancel could even like on this column, if you were to drag it over there, it could send up a, maybe like a rebooking link or it could send like an email out to say, hey, sorry, we miss, you. We miss each other. Would love to get you on the show. When's the best time for you? Here's my, you know, calendar linker basically set up the next step to get them interviewed yeah exactly so and that like since they're as a, a collaborator inside of this now you send it through there correct um but it's not like an email marketing system if that's right. what you're thinking but that could yeah, trigger no. more zaps um but to keep it consolidated like this is uh what happens and also another thing and uh right back here like we have some subtasks added <laughs> um but like now that you know everything we can dive in yeah so We'll go into our calendar. Let's just go to a random day. I'm going to go ahead and add an event. We're going to do podcast. And And then if you don't already have it for Google Calendar and you have Google Calendar, there's a Zoom extension. You make it a Zoom meeting. Yep. There you go. Bingo. Um, And this particular Zap runs every five minutes. So it's not uh, immediate. Mm-hmm. But for this call, I'm just going to go ahead and manually run it. 
So there we go. So it's search the calendar, found the event, and now it's on to the next step. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So we'll go on, just to refer back to, um, ah, it just found the same person I created before this call. Uh, so it did work. So it found it. If we go back into here now, we'll see that this cool little task is on the board. Bingo. Okay. And we go to milestones. We'll see that we have on August 31st podcast, Jane Doe shows I'm responsible. Here's the link. Yep. 29 days away. It's also on our team calendar. So let's see here, are the milestones for the podcast, they're right there. Yeah. Okay. We'll also have times if you want. And Jane Doe's Ida as a collaborator. All right. Um, so then back to the tasks. Uh, we'll see it also created a task list for her. And on that first card, it has two subtasks. So it creates two new ones. Mm, okay. So it told me that I need to create questions for the podcast, and it made it due automatically one day later. And then like another something for today saying, you know, verify that the podcast invite's correct. Got it. Got it. And it set the priorities for those. So on this board view, you see all that information. Yep. It's set to 10%. The priorities is this way. Um, let's assume I sent all the questions. Oh, and it also sent off an email. That's right. Ah, no, so uh, Zapier has a, it's sending off an email. It takes about two minutes and then, yeah, it'll go ahead and send right now. Got um, it. All right. So then, then he was like confirming that, uh, is it letting you know that you have a, like a, a task ready? No. So it's sending it to Jane Doe. Oh, it's in Jane. Okay. Okay. Got it. So it's like, Hey Jane Doe, you just got a calendar invite from us with the zoom link, but here it is again, you know, make sure to fill out these, this form right here with this link, blah, blah, blah. And right. it's going to ask you for your social media links, your biography and anything else. Got it. Okay. And then, so like, I guess on this case, like I'm the assistant here, that's my profile. And I get notified by email as well as like a notification on here. Yeah. Something cool with team. Like you can also set up push notifications or SMS notifications. If you really want more things notifying you in life. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, great. I got the questions done. I went ahead and sent it over to them. Boom. So then it just changed the whole task. It replaced the tag. Ones are sent updated to 60%. And like, okay, well, now I'm waiting for them. Uh, it's been kind of quite a while. Yeah. Sets the priority to high. It notifies, you know, my manager in the background. It also notifies um, anyone else that, you know, subscribe to comments. Right. And says that we're waiting on the interview. So that, you know, once you have more cards on here, you'll be able to see where all your interviews are. So just imagine this with all of your podcasts. So you can see where they are in that current flow. Right. And you can see like when that... Uh, that milestone is, which is August 31st for her. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, and like you said, it was automatically send out emails. It's not an EMS, but it can trigger Zapier to send out emails and whatnot. Uh, so, so yeah, so actually this one's not triggering Zapier to send out emails. They're, uh, emails through teamwork to anyone. Oh, they are. Yeah. Um, oh. but like, you know, bigger emails, um, if they're not in the teamwork system, it won't send it to them. Okay. Okay, cool. Does that make a little more sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I know um, you said before it sent the sent the email out in the first stage, mm-hmm. sending the, the link again, so that that was really interesting because that's something like big that a lot of podcasters like sometimes they. Send I can it. I can show that. I just don't want to let me go on my. Inbox. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. As long <laughs> so, as it can do, I was making sure it had the capacity to like, because as you move along this board, I see it would be really cool to have as the day gets closer. Have obviously have your reminders, your follow up emails, and all that stuff already set up. All right, so don't judge me by my email account. <laughs> no worries. 
Um, but yeah, here are all the emails that are like starting to come through. Like, obviously nice. it won't come through that fast. Like that's like the whole process. Yeah. So like the whole, the things in the parentheses are all teamwork. Gotcha. Um, so it's letting me know that, um, you know, new subtasks were created for that Jane Doe. Cool. Like, I think you can actually click and it'll go straight to teamwork projects to be the task. Mm-hmm. Or if you click inside of the email, it'll show everything inside of here in terms of the task details, priorities. Um, I can reply with inside of here. And that Zapier generated email is right here. It's one called from the Dream Team. Yeah. So, yeah, like here's your Zoom link. Please fill out yeah. this form. Um, yeah, and that's just Zapier generated. So it goes out right away. Got it. Okay, cool. Good to move on. Alrighty. All right. So then once we go to fully prepped, you know, everything's ready. We're, we're ready. Changes back to low priority. We're good. Changes the tags. Um, the reason why we use tags is also to see like out of view where they are, but also they can be searched. So you can see like how many podcasts right. are waiting on for more information, like how many are pending like questions, how many are prepared. And then post-production, it then assigns to the assistant or whoever is your producer, lets yeah. them know that's Ron. Uh, and then just pretend like, you know, we've been waiting, we got the MP3 upload, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, then I'm going to go inside of here and upload the file. And that file will just make something small so it processes fast. Yeah. Yeah, anything really. There we go. Boom. So that will be your, your podcast episode, essentially, ready for the person or producer to take it from there. So what happens there? That file is uploaded. So then let's go check on Zapier. Look, it just captured that file from that task. Yep. And it's triggering this. So it found a file with that in that project. It went ahead and created a new Google uh, folder based off of the file name. It went ahead and uploaded that file from Teamwork. So that's the Teamwork uh, source link. Yep. And uh, I did have a filter step where it didn't push back. Forgot to put that one out. But basically, it'll go ahead and send it right back to Teamwork and add it as a comment. Jeez. And it will let us know that it's uploaded, and it will move it over to here. And I'll go ahead and mark it as complete. That saves so much time. It's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, just so, Yeah, now that we went through that, I mean, it's really fast to go through, but can you think of, like, you know, rough ballpark, how much time that would save an average podcaster that doesn't have... It'd save a lot. Systems. Yeah, it'd save a lot of money for a podcaster too if they don't have a say they have a VA doing this and the VA is busy. It's just like a way to keep them consistent. One that way they don't have to go back and fix mistakes when they happen because there's going to be less mistakes as a result of a system like this. So I would probably say you're saving at least four to five hours a month, <laughs> which you're paying someone. Let's just say you're paying them eight to ten dollars an hour. It's fifty bucks. If you're the person doing the podcast and all the other good stuff, then you're saving them, saving yourself a lot of money yeah, uh, and a lot more time you could spend with your prospects, with your clients, doing other stuff, creating content. So uh, yeah, yeah, they're probably four to five hours, I would say, um, of yeah. somebody's time, whether it's theirs or the maybe the VA or something, because this is a... There's, uh, there's a lot more to, to it as well. I mean, so like Teamwork is an extension and like people can log their time for like, you know, what they're, they're spending it on. Um, so, you know, like, let's say it took me 10 minutes to do something with this particular podcast, took one hour, it goes ahead and it logs the time to that. And so everyone that's logging time, it'll show you like what they're doing. Mm, Okay. The time logged, you can put a description there. 
And so, you know, like how long did it take to actually get them through the whole pipeline? Uh, and so that's how we track, you know, people's like perform, not performance, but like, okay, like how much time can I estimate that yeah. this certain thing would take? And that gives me the historic data. Um, yeah. Also in terms of like messaging, they have like a CC. So it'd be podcast at teamwork.messages.com. So anytime that's CC, like it's going to show up and fill up in here. And so like the big thing, I think not only time and, and money is also like if your VA like went on vacation or all of a sudden they quit on you, you really would have no idea where they'd left off. And so like this would have all of the threads, like particular like interviewees. And you'd also be able to see like where in the process are certain uh, podcasts so you can pick up where they left off easier. True, um, true, true, true. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a big one because there's, there's so many conversations sometimes get left or like they're kind of in the up in the air and you don't really know the, the process of it and how to, you know, how to like, how do you kind of pick up where they left off without backtracking or losing a lot of time. So very, very interesting stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got, I mean, I don't have any questions on this. I would definitely re-listen to this and like re-go through it because everyone's systems are different. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, for you, what are some of the things, I guess, what are some of the mistakes people make when making systems? If and we covered them, not, not documenting and not having a, a process proven already. Is uh-huh. there any other ones? Because I'm sure some people get excited by listening to this or seeing this and be like, you know, like I want to get this set up for my podcast. I want to get it going. Uh, any words of advice <laughs> for those? Um, yeah. The, the biggest thing is like, don't look at like one, if you're like really excited, don't just like focus on one area mm-hmm. uh, of, of your system. Like, you know, take a step back and take the time to look at your full system. Okay. Uh, like your, your, all of your systems and your business processes before you even like add or change anything out. Because, you know, what you do in one system for your company affects a lot of different things that you're not even aware of if you're not. Um, cognizant of it. Very um, true. Yeah, and some other things is don't have like a shiny object syndrome <laughs> where like you see all these cool tools, like oh, I'm just going to try it out, I'm going to add it, um, you know, I'm going to try shift. I, I did that, um, but I have an excuse. I have to try these things out. <laughs> That's true, yeah, um, it's part of your job. Part of your yeah, job. Don't, don't go crazy on AppSumo. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. I know there's all kinds of cool stuff on there. Um, yeah, and also the biggest thing when, when choosing a system like the number one criteria is that it integrates with everything. If your mm-hmm. system does not have like an integrations page, don't use it. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, all of your systems should be talking together and it's, it's better if they have like, you know, one click native integrations cause Zapier is great as well, but it's very, um, it's not as dynamic as these native integrations are. You still have to set up those workflows. It can, it can add up. So native integration for those like me who don't know what that is exactly Heard of the term before, but I don't know exactly what it means. Um, could you describe what it means? Uh, I'll show it. So, for example, Teamwork has a native integration with Google Drive. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like already in there? Uh, so, yeah, it like goes like integrations inside the project. I can go ahead and enable Google Drive. Ah, I see. Pick a folder for it or create it. Yep. So I don't have to create all these apps to do that. Like it's just I can just go inside and out, inside and out. Right. right here, if you see this little icon, that's not actually Teamwork. That's HubSpot. Oh, so I it's see. Hu- yeah. It's yeah. natively HubSpot integrated. I can link it to there. It's like a certain deal. It's like all the things save so much time. Mm. And also, you don't have to create those like if-then instances throughout your whole system. True. Um, it, you still do, but it's a lot, lot quicker. Yeah, when they have these things already built in. Okay. Yeah, that like is- native Chrome extension, like... It's all right there. It's in, it's in my Gmail. So like, Teamware is everywhere that we need to be, and that's a hub in itself. 
And so it allows us to track everything. That's amazing. Freaking amazing, dude. <laughs> I wish I would have had this call probably like 18 months ago, but in any sense, I think it's super important to have. I think it's, um, as you get more and more busy, things like this get more and more important. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't even touch on like the social media stuff, which I know social media is a bit different because you have to, they have APIs that some of them are not open and some of them like are like, I've had integrations where it automatically posts content, but it doesn't, it never performs well. Uh-huh. So it like renders that the ability to do that kind of useless, but that's a whole other beast. It's a whole other podcast. But uh, I really want to give the audience, give you a chance to say, uh, to share like kind of where people can find you. Cause I find that what you share with us today is like super valuable. Right. And uh, people who are looking to grow, like you need to have systems like this. So um, where do you hang out? <laughs> uh, yeah. Where do people find you? Where do I hang out? No, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Um, oh, okay. You're from San Francisco yeah. though, right? Exactly. Yeah. I've been oh. up in Portland for six, seven, six, seven years, a long time. Um, yeah. Uh, you can find me on automateddreams.com. And I know everyone says that, but you can find me because we have a chat box there. And uh, whenever someone chats in there, it goes out to our whole team. And usually that's me hopping on there because um, it's sort of like, oh, let me go talk to this person. <laughs> Yeah, um, which I shouldn't be doing. Uh, but yeah, you can find us and our team on there. And also you can check out, you know, how we automate our call process. Um, we have let's talk buttons everywhere, but that's how we automate our call processes. Very cool. Very cool. I know um, when we spoke at PickleCon, we were talking about getting on more podcasts. So I definitely want to say if there's any podcasters who want Vince on their show. Um, for those who want to have you on their show, or maybe they have a business podcast similar would automated dreams be the best place to connect with you about that? Yes. Uh, so on my email inbox, I'd say, send me an email, <laughs> <laughs> but if you send in that chat box right there, like I'll hop on and also it'll just, it'll show up in our system, um, in our teamwork, in our HubSpot, and I'll be able, we'll be able to track it better that way and, and cool. faster, but yeah, would love to talk on all of your podcasts. Cool. All, all of your podcasts. <laughs> yeah. All the podcasts. Yeah. We got a lot of podcasters that listen to this show, so I find it valuable for them to bring on and help out other guests and people they want to connect with. So very cool, man. Thank you for the time today. Thank you for the system. Um, for those who want to get a hold of the system and kind of what you shared today would be the automateddreams.com. Mm-hmm. Please connect about yes. that. Okay, cool. 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 I'll send everyone there and I have it linked in the show notes for them who are those who are not in the Facebook group and those who are in the Facebook group will also get it there. So I'll link it there as well in the comments. So appreciate you, Vince. Uh, and all your marketing automation, automation wizardry. <laughs> so thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, and don't forget, I have a number of free bonuses for you. That's Yes, these are free templates, guides, and stuff that I've actually included in my recent book, How to Get Your First 100,000 Downloads in 100 Days. But you don't even have to buy the book. I'm just going to give this to you for free. All you have to do is go to Lewis Ryan. Luis Ryan, L-U-I-S-R-Y-A-N.com forward slash book. There is a simple form where you fill out your name and your email and you get a ton of free stuff, all the templates and guides that I include in the book, but you don't have to buy the book. So you're saving yourself a chunk of money um, that literally will take you probably less than two minutes to accomplish or perform. So enjoy that. That's my gift to you. Use it. Don't just let it fall by the wayside and I'll see you on the next episode.